Welcome to St. Martin the Fields and welcome to great sacred music, a special welcome to those joining us online or those joining us for the first time. It's, uh, today is the day we celebrate, well yesterday was the feast day technically, but today we celebrate St. Francis of Assisi, uh, perhaps the most beloved of all the saints of the church. What better way to celebrate uh, his legacy than with the piece we've just heard? by the accomplished but unjustly neglected composer Andrew Eris. Francis is a classic case of a boy who didn't want to take over the family business. Instead, he went to fight against Perugia back in the days in the Middle Ages when fighting was mostly between the different city-states of central Italy. He was captured and imprisoned and then in the humiliation of his imprisonment, he realized his vocation to become an instrument of God's peace. He did his best to humiliate his father, as many people who don't want to inherit the family business have done ever since, possibly not consciously in his memory, uh, but he took off all his clothes in the town square in Assisi and used his father's wealth to clothe the poor, renounced all his possessions, and then, of course, set up uh, the Order of Friars Minor, the, the Franciscan Order, still very influential even to this day. Now, we're going to uh, sing a song in his memory. It's our tradition of great sacred music to begin by joining the voices and singing with them for uh, an opening hymn. They're, they'll be standing and us remaining seated, don't you worry. Uh, we're going to sing uh, an adaptation of the famous peace prayer, uh, perhaps made most famous of all by being used on the night of her election in 1979 by Margaret Thatcher as a celebration of her coming to office. She didn't write the prayer herself, you'll be glad to know, but neither did St. Francis. It was actually written by a Catholic priest just before the First World War, and uh, it turned up at, towards the end of the First World War on a prayer card uh, on the back of which was a picture of St. Francis and ever since then people have assumed he wrote it, which he did not. Nonetheless, it's had many settings, uh, choral settings and settings uh, in hymnody and we're going to sing one now written by James Quinn, Scottish Jesuit priest who just died uh, 10 or 12 years ago and set to the Scottish folk tune, O oh, Whaley Whaley. We remain standard, voices stand and lead us as we sing, Lord, make us servants of your peace.
St. Uh, Francis's story is, is full of anecdotes. Perhaps one of our favorites is the day that he saw a leper coming towards him along the path, leprosy being the most feared sickness of the age, yet he was drawn to embrace and kiss the leper. You could call it his Diana moment, a moment that epitomized his emerging call to perceive God's presence in all living things. We're now going to hear a setting by Francis Jackson of verses 35 to 65 of the Song of the Three Children, better known uh, as the apocryphal addition to Daniel 3, the Benedicite. We heard a uh, version, a short version of it in Andrew's piece at the beginning. This is a longer version. And uh, it's setting, it's, a, it's, a, it's an addition in Greek to the original Hebrew story in the book of Daniel of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's celebration of their deliverance from the fiery furnace.
Well, it's uh, hard to overestimate Francis's significance across all kinds of fields. Obviously, he's best known for his poverty, but his order of friars became large and influential and in fact disrupted medieval Europe to, to such a sense that there were uh, this plethora of voluntary beggars that then caused all kinds of disruption and comment and, and lots of surviving documents from the 12th and 13th century are complaining about the chaos that this produced. But obviously today we think very much about his relationship to creation, his relationship in interfaith dialogue, as we would call it today, and perhaps most of all his connection to peace. And we're going to hear another setting of Make Me a Channel, now written by Paul Miller, the Welsh uh, composer. He worked out something really important, which is if you're going to become a famous composer in the 21st century, you want to get your work performed at the wedding of the future King of England. It's a good tip for anyone who's with us today who's thinking of becoming a well-known composer. His motet, Ubi Caritas at Amor, was uh, performed at the wedding of Prince William and Catherine Middleton, you may have heard of, in 2011. Perhaps you were there. Uh, uh, and we're going to hear his setting of Make Me a Channel uh, right now.
1967, the uh, American scientist Lynn White wrote an article in the periodical Nature entitled The Religious Roots of Our Ecological Crisis. I don't know if you know that phrase, ecological crisis. 1967, a little bit ahead of his time. Anyway, he placed the, uh, the blame entirely in Genesis chapter 1 with the phrase dominion, when God gives humanity dominion over uh, creation. Well, St. Francis is certainly a counter-argument to that argument. He was way ahead of his time seeing creation as something to be befriended rather than subdued, and that comes through very clearly in his canticle of brother-son. The significance historically of this uh, piece is that it's believed to be the first hymn or poem of praise recorded in the Italian language. We're now going to hear a setting uh, composed by the longtime Magdalen College Oxford composer uh, Grayson, Gray, excuse me, Grayson Ives.
well, I'm going to ask you to take your sheets again now as uh, we, take, if we stay with the creation theme. If uh, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace is the most famous hymn about peace, then all creatures uh, of our God and King has got to be the most famous hymn about creation. We're going to remain seated and the voices stand and lead us as Polina plays for us, all creatures of our God and King.
Well, we're coming towards the end of Great Sacred Music for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, there's an opportunity to make a donation in cash as you leave or with a, a swipe machine. You'll also find on the back a QR code. I know how much you love QR codes. And uh, you can make a donation to keep this tradition going. And also you'll see on the back of the sheets a chance to join our music patron circle, which I encourage you to do if you're a big fan of our choral music here at St. Martin's. Uh, if you're in town on Sunday afternoon, do join us for our sister program, Choral Classics, uh, theme of Deep River at 3.15 in the afternoon. And if you're in town next Thursday, do come along here at one o'clock for Among the Angels, which is our theme for the next great sacred music. We're going to finish uh, with an intriguing combination of words, some from Francis, of course, uh, but also some from Thomas Aquinas. It'd be intriguing to know what kind of conversation they'd had together, whether they would have been friends. As it happened, Francis uh, died when Thomas was two, and even though Thomas was rather a precocious child, I suspect they wouldn't have had a great conversation at that stage. Thomas Aquinas, the academic, the Dominican, also a friar, but of a very different kind from uh, from Francis, Francis the one committed to poverty uh, and obviously with all the associations we've been talking about with peace and with creation. Well, this is an attempt to combine uh, the two. Let's see how they sound together. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>